When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, June 15th, and we're here trying to provide you with unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and your life. Mark, I wrote that so long ago. I just had that on my script, which I haven't said in a long time. Is it, It's still true. Unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and life. Evergreen, baby. I'm your host, Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst and certified financial planner. And Mark Talercio is the executive producer, also a certified financial planner. So I think we wrote this for Harvey. So this is what we wrote when we started this, our radio show 12 years ago. You ready? I'm going to help navigate your financial journey with common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your emotions. I don't know about the insider thing. I feel like that. Do we need that anymore? It sounds very old. Anyway, we'll update that. I'll, I'll just delete it. Anyway, this is the program that does take the mystery out of your finance, tries to help you make good decisions in your financial life. Maybe just a little check-in, maybe making sure you're on the right track for something, or maybe helping you make a big decision in your life. Whatever it is, if it's remotely associated with a dollar sign, all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and miraculously, a form will show up. You ask your question, and then also you'll be able to click a box that says you'd be willing to come on the air. And so if you do that, Mark does all the work, and that is what Alex did. Alex is a listener who's on the line in Virginia. Hello, Alex. How are you? What can we do for you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Um, so I had a few questions. I've been trying to get my financial life in order. I'm kind of a person that sort of just avoids finances, but I don't spend a lot. So I think I'm in somewhat healthy condition, even though I haven't been paying a lot of attention to it. And now I'm trying to get better at it. Okay. So tell us about yourself. How old are you, Alex? Sure. I'm 37 years old mm -hmm. and I'm single and I don't have any kids. You work right now? Yes. I'm a prosecutor. <gasps> Ooh, we know because everyone watches Law and Order and knows exactly what a prosecutor does. How much do you earn as a prosecutor? Um, eighty-seven, three hundred a year. Okay, and do you have a retirement plan? Uh, yes, I've got this very confusing hybrid plan. Okay, <laughs> um, it's it's like I guess part of it's like a pension, and yeah. and then the other part is savings in a four fifty-seven. Okay, so tell me about the pension. How does it work? 
Yeah. So the pension has a formula that I was able to go on and figure out. Um, and um, I was able to figure out what I would get if I retired at 60 and 65. Tell me at 60 what the formula tells you. Yeah. At 60, I'd be receiving um, a 2227 a month. Mm, okay. And at 65? At 65, it would be uh, $2,593 a month. And I presume because, you know, you're an employee, a municipal employee, that this also from at age 60, you get health care until 65 or do you get it for life? That I have not looked into. Okay. I bet you do. Do you think you're going to be a lifer though? I mean, that's a long time to be in a tough job. I really don't know exactly what else I'd do. Um, you wouldn't all- you'd sell out and work <laughs> for a big uh, client or, you know, you work for a big firm and yeah. you make piles of money and be, uh, you would be robbed of your, of your humanity, but you would make a lot of money. That's really the alternative. Right. No, I, probably not. I probably mean, I think, I think the only thing that would take me out is if I got a judgeship. So, Ooh, yes, I see you in robes right now. That's fantastic. And that would be also part of a, that would also be a pension system. So yes. I actually, yes. same system. Yeah. Okay. So how much are you contributing to the 457? So my total is 9%. And then I believe I'm contributing 5% to the 457 of my salary. Okay. That's good. And so with your contribution at 9%, how's the cash flow on, you know, 87 grand a year? It's good. I, I feel like I'm able to cover my expenses and plus like a little bit extra. What's the extra you figure? Probably, I mean, it varies month to month, but maybe like a thousand, like between 700 and a thousand. That's great. You mean you have like extra in savings, a 700 to a thousand a month usually? Well, I'm not like really factoring in like when I go on vacation and how that brings it back down, but. Uh, Yeah, you're going, you're living large. Come on. (laughs) Prosecutors party like rock stars. (laughs) Because they know if they get in trouble, they got someone to call, which is good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So how much money do you have in the bank? Just a safe emergency reserve. Total, total I have in the bank is 62 right now. Okay. That's great. Do you own or rent? I own. Tell me about that. What's it worth? Yeah. So I have um, a house that's worth, I just looked it up recently, 320 um, now, I guess, around. Wow. And um, I, uh, my outstanding principal is currently 203, and I've got an interest rate of 3.875. Okay, great. Do you have any other issues that are floating around? So debt, school debt, law school debt? So I have a lot of law school debt, but I'm on the um, public service student loan forgiveness plan. Mm. And so I've got 197, uh, but in two years and 10 months, it's going to be completely gone. (laughs) Two years and 10 months. That's like you are really seeing the finish line right now. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. It's one of the reasons why I've started like figuring all this stuff out. That's great. And so you still, I mean... Wait, just so I understand, for public um, loan forgiveness, do you have to make the minimum payments even though, even during forbearance or not? No, it's free money. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Every time it gets extended, I do like a little happy dance. Nice. (laughs) Fantastic. All right. So that's your big debt. Any other debt? So we got the mortgage. We have the student loan that's going to be forgiven. Um, Car debt or anything like that? 
No other debt. Okay. And what about any other assets? So we have the money that's in the 457 plan. How much mm-hmm. is in there now? Um, and the 457, it's 58. And we have the pension building mm-hmm. up. Bank account, 62. Any non-retirement investments? Um, I don't have any non-retirement investments. I did just start a Roth IRA after uh, listening to y'all's podcast for a little bit. And um, that has 6,000 in it. And um, I also have a previous 401k that has a a little under 17. So the old 401k, where is that held? So that's still with my previous employer. And that was actually one of the questions that I had on like sort of the best move to make with that. Mm -hmm. You're in the 22% tax bracket. You got a big deduction still. Um, You are putting 9% away. I think it's time for you to convert that old uh, retirement plan into your Roth IRA. Where's, Where's the Roth held? Vanguard. Okay. So what you do is you call up Vanguard and you say, here's what I got. I got this old plan, this old 401k, and I want to convert it and move it into my Roth IRA. They'll help you do this. What's going to happen is that 17,000 you said there was? Yeah. Is now going to pop into your taxable income for this year. You'll owe more in taxes next year, but just use the money that's in the bank. Okay. Now, do you have a notion around keeping that money at that 62. I mean, that's a lot for you. You don't spend that much money. So does it give you some comfort to have that money in the bank? Um, I mean, I'd like an emergency fund that, that has, like you said, the, the three to, you say the three to six months, but really the reason all that's in the bank account is because, you know, prior to me reading a few investment books and listening to your podcast, I had no idea what to do with it. Oh, well, better to do nothing than something and there's something wrong. I mean, you could have just, you know, done something wacky. So, I mean, look, how long have you been doing this work? Um, I've been doing it for seven years. You're not going to get fired. Okay. And so I think that having living expenses of six months is plenty. If you want to, you know, sort of top up a little bit. I think what might be interesting for you is that, you know, you have, you'll have this Roth IRA, you'll invest that it'll, you know, now you'll have 20 something thousand. You could also open up a brokerage account. You really could. And you could use that and let's call it your supplemental retirement or, you know, you don't have kids now, but, you know, things happen and life changes and whatever. But you could certainly have extra money. And for you, your expenses are probably what, five grand a month, six grand a month, maybe Um, between between three and four. That's it. Yeah. All right. Let's (laughs) say four. So you really only need, I mean, you you could probably just keep 30 grand in the bank and why not use that other 30 grand to fund a non-retirement investment account? And I think you'd be just totally perfect. And then you're putting your 9% in, you're putting your money into your Roth IRA, you're putting money into your brokerage account. You don't have to do much more than that. I think that that's great. And man, I mean, what a relief it's going to be to get that official forgiveness done. Holy smokes. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Was that part of your decision for going into public service or did you, did you not know you were even going to do that? Um, I knew when I went to law school that I wanted to go into public service and the, and then the public service plan just made it actually possible. I'm so impressed. It's great. Anything else that we can help you out with today? 
Yeah, I had a question about my mortgage. Um, So when I did my mortgage, I did a 30-year mortgage, um, but I did like a fixed interest rate for 15 years, and then on year 16, it becomes variable. Yeah, girl like to roll the dice. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, my mortgage lender told me like, oh, you're not going to be in the 1% that gets to year 16 and you haven't refinanced or moved. And so I was like, okay, but then what if I am? And so I'm just... And also, I just don't know much about refinancing. And so I'm still, I'm just trying to learn all these things now. I've only been in my house for three years. My question is, like, if I do decide, like, oh, I am going to be in my house that long, when does it make sense to pull the trigger on refinancing? Not now. Okay. I'm not talking about Yeah, because it's bad right now, right? Yeah. I mean, first of all, what a ding dong, these mortgage brokers, what morons they are sometimes, <laughs> I got to tell you. I mean, first of all, when you had the loan, the reason why it's a, it's such a you know ridiculous piece of advice is that at the time I don't when you did it a few years ago you probably could have gotten a 30 year fixed rate mortgage for what I don't know maybe it was like another quarter of a percent so like maybe it was 4% maybe it was 3% it's never like a smart risk if you think you're going to be in a home for a long term to go for this but for right now 3.875 is fine there will be an opportunity likely that you could either refinance it, but even if not, if in 12 years it's gone from 200 to 100 and it's about to balloon, you'll pay it off. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can always just pay it off. Who knows what's going to happen in 10 years, you know? If you see that mortgage rates drop back down, you know, sort of closer to like 3%, maybe you would do it, but I don't even think you'll do it. I think you'll just end up paying it off early. But I don't think that there's, I don't think there's any compelling reason to do anything with this right now. You know, frankly, you know, you, the student loan debt will be gone. You're putting money away. You could always throw, you've got an extra, you know, five, 700 bucks a month that you can throw down on this thing later. And the interest is still, is working for you right now. So, you know, come closer to the time where this thing will balloon or change, then yeah, then we're, the the rate will change. Well, then we'll do something different. But, you know, for everyone listening, this is like really, really instructive in that if you have a mortgage broker telling you something like, well, only 1% of the people, it's like, I don't need financial advice from you, buddy. Like what I need for you to do is get me the best rate for 30 years fixed. And then I'll call Jill and Mark and find out what I need to do. That's really it. You didn't make a big mistake. It's not, it's not going to be a problem for you. Like you said, it's like you haven't paid that much attention, but you you sort of have very good money habits without trying. So you really are in great shape and you will be in great shape. Money goes into the pension and the 457. Money's going to go into the Roth. Money's going to go into your brokerage account. You're going to have plenty of money to pay this off early. Okay, great. All right. Sound good? Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Alex, if I have to, if I get a speeding ticket in Virginia, can you help me? (laughs) Depends on what jurisdiction you're in. (laughs) (laughs) If you, like Alex, can fix my tickets, then I am happy to, no, I'm just kidding. If you've got a financial question, give us a holler, go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you'll be willing to come on the air. Don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter, subscribe to our other broadcast, which is called Eye on Money. Okay, very good. Wednesday the 15th. It's in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Please put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. 